Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sportsline here on Scarab Bay Community on this Bank Holiday Weekend on in association with Derek Credit Union on 88.3 and 92.7 FM. And what a weekend of sport we have with the county championship really kicking in, uh, following on from the first weekend of it last week. And, you know, we're giant as always here in the studio. We co-presenter Pat McNamara. And our special guest today is an encyclopedia of sport, a well-known journalist with over 50 years' experience. Uh, it's Seamus Hayes. And now we're joined on the line by, as I said, always men very good to us here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. Men with over 50 years of journalism experience. It's once again, it's Seamus Hayes. Seamus, welcome once again. Thanks, Leo. Thanks, good evening. Seamus, how are you? Seamus, a busy weekend ahead, but before we get on to the weekend and, and, and the games coming up later on today and tomorrow, uh, since we spoke last, last Saturday evening, uh, with Fiekel's victory over Clanlara, uh, in the last minute, uh, our Ireland football final Sunday, Seamus, it didn't disappoint. No, it was a great game, actually. Uh, a, a great game, I suppose, at the end of the day. Uh, the honours went where the deserved, where they were deserved. Uh, because Kerry, I think, were that bit better balanced overall. And, and I think that was shown <coughs> with, the, with the standard of play from the substitutes that they brought on. Uh, you know, I think that was the decisive factor in the game. They had a a strong bench uh, that, that's stronger than Galway and I think that was reflected in the way the game went and in the last five or ten minutes Kerry were able just to get their noses in front but they certainly got bags of it Kerry uh, you know it wasn't as easy as maybe many people might have felt it was going to be uh, you know <coughs> but uh, it was on days like that or it was in any championship game you need uh, all your big guns particularly firing on all cylinders and unfortunately for Galway a couple of the stars that they have had all year uh, were well marked last week and didn't yeah. get to have the same impact <clears> in the game. And Seamus, I suppose, you know, it's often a, a game as close to that, it's often in tight margins and there was a major call in the 66 minute by the referee Sean Horson, who I thought myself done an absolutely marvellous job um, on the game. And in fairness to him, when pictures showed it back, he got the, the, the perfect, the right decision when Johnny Daly was coming out uh, with Killian Spillane that he, he pulled Killian, Killian Spillane's arm. 99 times out of 100, you get away with it. However, it was a costly pull on this occasion. Certainly was. And as you said, 99 times out of 100, uh, you know, uh, if any free was going to be given, it would have been given uh, to the Galway man because, you know, uh, he was maybe struggling to get out with a... Uh, you know, the referee read it as he, uh, held the hand, uh, held the hand of Spillane, uh, and he gave the free to Kerry, and, uh, um, Clifford wasn't going to miss from that range, uh, and didn't miss, uh, and it kind of deflated Galway. You know, they had, they had come back so many times and leveled and leveled and leveled, uh, but apart <coughs> from, uh, the first half when they were able to edge in front, they hadn't got in front really, uh, in the last third of the game at all. You know, they had got back to leveling. I think it went from before that they had a great move and Killian McDade seemed to snatch yeah, uh, at a shot mm. that, drift, that drifted just wide of the of the, of the right hand upright, uh, you know. And had that gone over, uh, it may have been a different story as well, uh, you know. It was, it was that tight, but you know the result was in the middle part, right up to the last couple of minutes. It was Kerry to be fair to him, finished uh, very strong and. Their substitutes made a difference. The two Spillane's in particular had a great second half. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and, and really contributed handsomely to the 
to the overall thing. And Shayla, Jack O'Connor seems to bring a, win, a winning mentality whenever she comes back to Kerry, but one of the things Jack O'Connor seems to have done is put a bit more steel in them, but also not afraid to have everyone come back defend in, 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 in big groups back around the 45, nearly all 14 outfield players. That was something Kerry and, and Pat Spillane would have been, I suppose, criticising other teams for, but they have joined the ranks of those now who have to be realistic and get back and defend and work really hard. Correct. Uh, I suppose a couple of years ago, Kerry would have frowned on teams, uh, you know, adopting that style of play, and and Kerry people regularly criticise the Ulster teams in particular for yeah. uh, the way the, the 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 way they defended and the amount of players that they brought back behind the ball. But uh, I suppose Kerry wasn't winning for the last six or seven years, and uh, if you can't beat them, they say join them, and they certainly joined the pack in that in that scenario, and. Uh, they defended as much as they attacked, and you know the forwards were defenders when the when the opposition had the ball. And Kerry have come around to that way of thinking. Uh, and I suppose you have to give credit to Jack O'Connor; he wasn't afraid uh, that to make the change. It had to be made. It was maybe against the it was against the 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 the, the, the blood, if you like, in Kerry to go down that road. <coughs> they have the All Ireland at home now. They have Sam McGuire back in Kerry, as they said. They have Sam home. Uh, I suppose. And, their decision to change their tactics made a huge difference. And Seamus, I suppose the celebrations in in, in Tralee and Killarney uh, over in the last couple of days, just like they never won in All Ireland before. Correct. You know, I, I suppose seven or eight years eternity for them. <laughs> you know, they've been such a dominant force that with fours and fives and sixes in a row and everything in the, in the over the years. Uh, I suppose you know, seven years without a title uh, seemed like an eternity and. You know, and for a while last Sunday, there was a possibility they were going to be waiting another while, but in fairness, uh, they never panicked. They held their head. They obviously had the panel of players, and there, there would have been a few more players who would have felt unlucky not to have been in the starting team. So I suppose credit has to go to them for the way they, for the way they, they, they came back. And for Galway, I suppose they know that they're close, but they have to find another four or five players. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. And, Seamus, the, I suppose, Beps Howe Grapes, on, on behalf of some people who don't like Kerry Wayne or Islands, but I heard a bit of criticism during the week of this uh, full-forward mark situation where, you know, you mark the ball and you get your free shot. I mean, Clifford caught two or three brilliant ones. But someone made the point that, you know, you can catch the ball now at your chest or belly height and you still get a, a free kick. And some people say maybe that should be tweaked a bit again. What, what's your opinion on, the, on that mark? I would agree that it should be tweaked. I would agree that what you should be, uh, you should be getting the free for a high field, high feeling the ball over your head. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you know, it, it doesn't take as much effort to catch the ball into your chest as it does to go up, uh, as it does to go up into the air and feed the ball at the old catch and kick style of the old catch, uh, the feeling type of, uh, a, a scene that Mick O'Connell was noted for back in the back of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Liam uh, Hayes and so all the others, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think there's a few things that still have to be tweaked, and that's one of them. You know, I think it has to be, the, 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 the mark has to be given for catching the ball over your head, in, in my opinion. And I think that's a, that would help maybe encourage people to work greater at the, at the after of trying to feel the ball. Damien Comer caught one ball there in the second half. Mm. He had a quiet game, but he, he, he fielded the ball magnificently. Uh, yeah, from Ryan's kick off, uh, yeah. Mm. yeah, that's that was a kick off from Kerry, but he fielded it magnificently. But I think that type of fielding is what should be, uh, for, you know, yeah, yeah. what should be rewarded uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Seamus, I suppose looking at Kerry though again and you know the transition they get the ball forward quick enough and you know when they when they got the chance they they, they really pushed on the pedal but their foot their 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 old tradition of the kick passing was, was sublime, wasn't it? <clears throat> oh, it was look, it was fantastic. But as you say, like they they're all Kerry, they're all natural footballers, but they're all. Uh, they're defenders when they need to be defending all of them and they're attackers when they're in the position to attack. Uh, and they do break exceptionally fast out of defence. When they turn over, turn over the ball, like, uh, it's like a, a bullet out of a gun the way they all take yeah. off up the field. Uh, and like they, they were, they were, maybe they were that bit, their conditioning, I suppose, carried them as well last week because they were, they were going as strong or they were going stronger in the final five minutes than Galway were. That's right. Galway had put, now Galway had put in a massive effort, but Kelly was still making the runs, and they were still coming up on the show, coming off the shoulder, and coming up on the overlap, and the last couple of points came from those kind of efforts. But they don't, they don't waste the chance, or they don't panic. Like two of the last three or four points that they got were fifth. Fifth yeah. They you know, they play the percentages, don't they? They do. They play the percentages, and they take the opportunity. And at that stage. Getting a couple of pints, you know, with another nail on the on, on the Galway carpet because you know you, you could never see Galway saying to himself, "We've we are down three now," and you know you could only feel for them that yeah. that they realised that they realised they were in trouble. Seamus, finally on on the football last Sunday night, you know, you're listening to the Sunday game and in in, in a lot of other uh, sites where teams of the teams of the year are being picked. Uh, I find it a bit disappointing that. Um, Clare with the great year they had getting to an All Ireland quarter final that no Clare player has been mentioned um, to be in line for a, a, a place on this uh, t- first fifteen. Surely Shane was at the with the year the Clare had. Okay, obviously they lost to Limerick in the first round of the championship on, on penalties, but they had a tremendous year after. Maybe didn't give their best display in Crum Park, but surely just two or three players, Seamus, should be in contention. At least <coughs> he's mentioned, mentioned, yeah. mentioned to be in contention for a place in that first 15. Yeah, I, I'd, full, I'd fully agree with you. Uh, Leo. You know, I, I clearly had, had the Clare captain has had an exceptional year. Uh, you know, he, he, he's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, throughout the season, Keno D has had a great year. Yeah. You know, I, t- I thought the two of those were what they mentioned. I thought there were a couple of uh, Westmead players. You know, they won the Talton Cup and yeah, the centre forward probably. Yeah, the, the centre forward for sure. Yeah, yeah, about the standard of playing, playing that <coughs> thing. Like uh, you know, I thought John Hesland, the, the forward who was uh, consistent throughout the year. I thought he deserved a mention at least. Now I know it's all just people's opinions, all speculative and. Uh, but it, it does have an influence, and you'll find that when the Arsenal team is picked uh, in a couple of weeks' time, that it won't be too um, far off the off what they named last Sunday night. Yeah. And, and another point, like not so much on the team of the year, but yes, David, David Clifford was absolutely fantastic last Sunday. But I saw a, a, a tweet from Maliki Kirkland uh, during the week, uh, in which he spoke about uh, how. Outstanding Clifford was, but he said the man of the match. This is his phrase: the man no, of the no match question. should be the man of the match. And yes. he said it was a, the one of the match that's under Shane Walsh. Yeah, and, uh, no, and we have to concord with that. I think you know, I, I, I this thing of having to give it to the winners. Uh, like you're either the man of the match, or you It's a convenience thing for a convenience thing for RT because they're in the winners' hotel. You see, and I think that's how. Clifford was great. And there's no doubt in the world of that he's a better team. Mm-hmm. But 
Shane Welch's performance oh, last Sunday. Like, we live for ages. A personal thing is, I think he, he was a deserving, he would have been deserving of the award. <coughs> and I think that would have been a huge lift for Galway at a time when their, when their, their, their heads were down, I suppose, after coming so close. And so just share that, little oh, things yeah. like that have to be looked yeah. at, in, one, in my opinion. One very important question for you, Seamus. Did you shed a tear with poor old Pat Spillane's final appearance on the Sunday game? I'm sure you're very emotional yourself, were you? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't realize the, the the story about his father. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize that. that yeah, I had. I had. He had been. And when he made it, I can understand him being emotional. Ah, yeah, of course. Like, like the 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 the, the jar of that they have in that household, you know, to to, to something else. I, I remember the famous Milton massacre in, in seventy nine. Jesus, I remember. Uh, I, 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 was I was actually. I was actually. I was actually. I had to make sure to believe it. Yeah, I, I was at the game, but afterwards I had to go with uh, the old Ron Hotel in Innes to pick up something that evening. And uh, John O'Keefe, uh, Gerald Power, Mikey Sheehy uh, were there. Uh, they were just having to, whether the team came back in, obviously it must have been. But uh, I just said hello to them. I recognised them as who they were. And I, I said, lads, could you not have, could you not have um, put on the brakes? <laughs> That's the way I put it. And uh, I remember... The land just was passing by them and he turned around and he said, before we left the dressing to go out, he says, the last word said to us was, if any of you are thinking about relaxing out here today, take a look at the dog and see what's there. Yeah, uh, and yeah. that was the last point that was made to them. And Mike Spillane, who was cornerback, lost his place in the team for the Munster final because Shawnee Maloney scored 1-5 off him in that he game. He was brilliant. Men from, yeah. men from yeah. Kilroy, Kilroy mm. And Seamus, and yeah. another stat, and you will know this one, that was the highest score conceded by Kerry in the Twice. championship that two, year. 2-9 was it? 2-8. 1-9. 1-9, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's correct, yeah. Mm. Look, we, we're going to leave it, leave it, leave it. But I suppose, Seamus, at the end of the day, uh, is Clifford your footballer of the year? Oh, I'd say. Yeah. Because he... In fairness, he has, he has been magnificent in every game. And in fairness, Shane, Shane Welch will give him a right good run for his money for it. But, uh, like, the, everything goes, the, everything goes to the winners and uh, yeah, they are the champions and uh, he played a key role. Yeah, indeed. Look, thanks for that, Seamus. Look, we're going to move on now <coughs> to our, our weekend of, of hurling action uh, coming up and what a weekend of action is there. We had uh, the warm-up last weekend with some of the first-round games, but everybody else is into the fray this week. Seamus, we start off with uh, the senior championship game, East Clare game, East Clare team Scarif coming up against Clooney Quinn. This is one that can go either way, Seamus. It is, yeah. And, and we haven't, obviously, it is our first outing in the championship. Uh, Clooney Quinn have lost a lot of players uh, from the past couple of years. You know, uh, Killian and Martin Duggan, Connor Harrison, uh, very, very experienced players who have been kind of the. the, the the, the the backbone of the team, if you like, over the over the past decade, uh, they're no longer involved. Uh, Jimmy and Mike Curry are both out through injury. Uh, uh, Shane uh, Rory McNamara is in Australia. Uh, you know, so there could be a much changed Clooney Quinn team. Um, they won't even have half of what they had for the last couple of years. I suppose a lot of extra weight will fall on the shoulders of uh, Peter Duggan and Ryan Taylor. Uh, you know. Scarlet, yes, it's the second year back up in, 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 in the in the top division. Um, you know, I thought they might be a bit disappointed maybe with some of the results of the league, but um, they have they have some young talent coming through, notably Matt Rogers, Patrick Crossy, uh, Patrick Ryan. You know, they have fellow, young fellows like that uh, in the panel with the experience. 
players like Dion Mesh and Conor McNamara. So I, I think I'd be surprised if Scarlett don't edge this one by a couple of times, but they missed the first day out of the championship and you just don't know. Uh, Tony Quinn are under new management as well. Tomas Carbot, Carbot Farmer, their old player, is the manager there. Uh, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see how it will go, but uh, I would take it, I would take, uh, take it that uh, in my book will edge that one. Seamus, uh, Bellier and, and Brockford is the next one. You know, Bellier we uh, had a, a rather facile victory over the Mills and we can see what happened, you know, Canada's Mills since uh, Brockford, you know, coming on the back of a very, you know, unfortunately for Brockford last year, a, a, an unbelievably difficult year for Brockford, you know, um, they'll be looking forward to the new year and, and a new championship and, you know, they obviously seem to play well against Bellier also, uh, Seamus. Yeah, and if you look at last year, Broadford was very unlucky. They the lost a couple of games by the, by the minimum margin. Uh, you know, and uh, they have been close enough to creating a few shocks in the, la- in, in the last couple of years. Um, Bellier, uh, obviously, uh, most people fancy for the championship at the moment because they have a strong panel with the, with the likes of uh, Goody O'Connell back from the States after a few years, Carl Doohan back from Australia, Stan Lineen back from Australia. But rumour has it of a couple of injuries, injury concerns for Bellier. Jack Brown departed the scene early enough last week with a suspected hamstring injury and the hamstring doesn't heal in a week. <coughs> uh, Aaron Griffin, one of the goal scorers, also uh, left the field uh, with an injury. You know, and the, the, they're, they're experiencing to count him in, um, you know, whether they're holding a football. So that may weaken their challenge as well. But Gary Brennan hasn't hurled yet this year. Uh, so, you know, the, 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 Bravo will see a light like there. Jimmy Brown is a very shrewd manager. Uh, Angus O'Brien has been involved with Limerick for the last year, so he's one of his backroom team. So, um, I expect Bradford to, to make a fight over this. You know, it, it, it's their first day out, uh, and, they'll want to put down a massacre. So, um, Bellier will carry the favourite tag, yes, but I'd, I think Bradford will, will, will make them fight all the way for it. We'll give a run for it, yeah. We'll just drop down to Intermediate for a minute, um, Seamus, because the, the, I suppose everybody's, or most people's favourites for, maybe for the last couple of years, Dora Bearfield play, uh, I suppose, a club that's struggling for numbers and uh, suffering for a lot of injuries as well, Killeen and my own crowd. So, uh, really, I suppose there can only be one winner here. Yeah, uh, Kilinina's first day out, like Dora Bayfield have had an advantage as well of a game last week, but they were put to the pin of the collar, uh, you know, to beat up Callahan's middle. Surprisingly, yeah. String. You know, they were made, they were made fight all the way. And they, they have had a lot of injuries and, uh, you know, they, 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 they have been uh, kind of, uh, playing under strength, if you like, with a couple of players missing. Yeah, so I think only eight or nine they have a lot of, young, of last year's finals played, yeah. There. Mm. Yeah, they have a lot of young talent there, and maybe they'll feel, uh, you know, they've been knocking on the door for the last couple of years to try and get back up. You know, they didn't get up for a year, and it didn't last too long, and we're back down again. And I suppose that, like they're in a while well, they're in a parish that's, uh, that has a big population. Uh, I suppose they're a dual club. Uh, like some of the star young players of recent years uh, are now um, kind of full-time rugby players, like you know Tony Butler. And, uh, Fantastic hurler, one of half great minor as well, yeah. Great, great, great player, yeah, young Coughlin. Um, you know, they, they obviously went down the line of the, uh, of Romy and they, they, they have uh, contracts now with Munson with the academy. So, you know, I suppose it's hard to replace those. You know, they have come through and you'll be depending on them. 
uh, and they maybe after being in the county final last year would have maybe expected to, to have had a, 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 a result in, in the league. Now I know that obviously they were down players, David Fitzgerald, the McCarthy's would have seen no action because of their inter-county commitments. Kevin Hale, uh, last year's captain missed almost all the league due to injury, but he's, he's back now as well. They have an amount of talent in Ainic and Amona. They have three adult teams. They've had a lot of underage success uh, over the past while. With uh, trying to translate that uh, to the to the adult grade, it seems to have been, seems to be proving a bit of a problem for them. Uh, Christine, you know, after the, the the controversy over the relegation, not been not been relegation. Uh, you know, they've had a fairly good league run and they've brought in a lot of new young players into the team and given them a lot of game time. So, you know, the, the older players uh, kind of have, uh, have been uh, reduced maybe to the role of subs, apart from Keane Dillon, who's still uh, uh, a key player for them. But Carl Dillon, his brother, is still playing a key role in it. But, uh, you know, the the younger fellas have come in the, the, and, and, and they're making a, a difference. Uh, it's going to be tight this one, going to be very tight. Ina Kilimona, I'd say it's a crucial game for them because they need to win to kind of show that they're, that they're, that they're master of the final last year, you know, with Melissa. They've had a bad league results wise. And so this is a big, big game for them. Um, it, it should be tight. It's a hard, a hard one to call, but maybe at the end of the day, uh, Ina Kilimona might sneak it. Yeah, and uh, you know many people's favourites are in the Kilimona, and I suppose to be interesting, I suppose to see who gets who gets the netminder's job on 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 Saturday evening uh, for that one. Uh, Seamus, we turn to Intermediate again, and Corfin and Six Mile Bridge. You know, two teams that will always be in the shake up for the Intermediate Championship. You know, Corfin, I suppose this kind of be Jekyll and Hyde. They're good one year, not great the next year. Looking at that pendant player, Seamus, a tremendous pendant players and a lot of the younger players coming through now from that Corfin Rowan amalgamation. Yeah, this is going to be close. This is a 50-50 game again, Seamus. Yeah, it probably is. I know there's a wealth of experience in the, in the Sigmar Bridge camp. You know, the, they have a lot of players with senior inter-county success to their credit uh, as part of the intermediate setup. Uh, you know, they're four adult hurling teams this year. Has uh, increased their, 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 their population over the last nine or ten years, and that's reflected in what the the, the tolerance of uh, you know results and things. Um, I, I I fancy the British to win this. Uh, you know, to me they look as if they're going hard to kind of be up at the top in in, in the various grades that they're competing in. Um, yeah, I agree. Corfin have a lot of players. Uh, maybe, but they're a, they're a very busy dual club now. Mm. Their footballers are going quite well. They have won their league recently, uh, and good to, um, back, good, good to back up the championship with the league as well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the, yeah, I think that they're going to. There's a belief um, that they will rattle a few cages in the senior championship uh, now that they're back up there, uh, and you know. Uh, a lot of the same players are, are, are filling uh, places in both teams. Uh, it's very difficult to keep it going at that level. Uh, and while they are good, they wouldn't have the experience of playing uh, the dual code, which they like the likes of Pat or Aero would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that 
the well the photos are going very well. I think they're hollowed or stolen a small bit and I, I I'd be surprised if the bridge don't don't win that game this weekend. James, we turn now to a, a match, you know, uh, the first senior championship match for, for a long, for a good while in Tulla, but definitely the first senior match with the with the new development in, in Tulla on Saturday evening, five o'clock. And just a, a fixture like a fixture from the past really, no Macken and Fergus, the blues come up against against Whitecat. This has the prospects of being a tremendous championship game. It certainly has. You know, I, you might find some people in there, some supporters who kind of say straight away and the market will win that based kind of a past history. Uh, this white group have been very unlucky in the last couple of years, in my opinion. I think, you know, they have a very shrewd manager in terms of Fahid, uh, very well organised. They have a tight knit group of players. Uh, you know, who, it's a very settled team. It's maybe actually the most settled team of all the teams in the senior championship and that, uh, is nearly, nearly named the staff 15 today. Bound injury, and they have a very good mix of experience and youth. And, and you know they have they, they have troubled a lot of the big guns, as, as we call them, uh, in recent years in particular. Um, you know, could need something like you Nomaka know, reeling a bit after last weekend. They started well against the bridge and were up at half time, but they were wiped out of it in the second half. Really, you know, the bridge really pulled away and limited Nomaka to four points. So, how much that will affect Nomaka's confidence it remains to be seen. But I think that this, as you said, Leo, this would be great, uh, uh, a very tight game. It has the, it has the makings of a great contest and the uh, white will certainly make, uh, if the Macher are to win this as they're expected <coughs> to win it, uh, I think they'll know after 60, 65 minutes that they won the game because white don't give in easily. And like with the likes of Brendan Bowler, uh, still going strong, uh, in the half-back line, Owen Quirk, captain, is a great, great player. Andrew Fahey, an excellent goalkeeper, you know, and a couple of books there on the forward line. Uh, they have a, a, a very good squad, and uh, I, I really expect them to put it up to the market. One other little feature on that game is is it in the famed Hill of Tulla, Seamus, and you were, you were there hundreds of times yourselves, as they say, over the years. Uh, the new stand and the uh, fabulous sloped seating there now, and a really modern setup. It'll be just an extra a, a kind of an attraction for people to go and, and but enjoy the game and also see the new the new fe- the new uh, feature that's in Tulla. Yeah, it certainly will. And I think we all know the history that's the, the history that's in the, in that venue. You know, from the national, the great national league is the seventies, and even club games going back the years. You know, the, the, there's been some fantastic performances and results there. And now that they have this great facility added. Uh, added to the to, to the grounds, you know, it, it's a huge attraction, and I agree with you. I think there'll be a lot of people going there not just to see the game, but to see the facilities and to avail of them as well this weekend. So I'd expect a, a good attendance at that game. And back, uh, Seamus, thank you for that. And back to the um, intermediate again, one of the fancy sites, Tulla, uh, who are, I suppose, really, really anxious to come back into senior ranks as they had been for a number of years against newly promoted. Very impressive with Joe Ray champions last year, Ogunalo, uh, who will be no pushover. This has the makers of another rip roaring intermediate contest. Certainly has, and as you say, uh, obviously, taller, uh, you know, taller people uh, <laughs> would be too happy about having lost their senior status and they want to get back up as quickly as possible. Uh, they are building again, and they know they have a few young fellas coming through after the great success of, of the of St. Joseph's in the Hartley Cup this year. 
you know, they they, they have uh, they have David McInerney, uh, I Derek Holly. I, I don't know if he's available or not. He's been struggling with injury there uh, that he picked up maybe two months ago. Uh, but uh, it won't be uh, it won't be a runaway this by any means because I've got to have put in some good results in the league in the league this year. The, the conference is boosted by the the, the win last year in the junior year, and I know it's a big jump from junior year. Uh, up to the next grade, uh, and we have Tulla, we have maybe that bit more experience, but uh, Michael Sheedy is involved there, not going to law, an experienced man, uh, you know, passionate about his about his club. Uh, I expect a one to make life difficult for Tulla, but yeah. uh, it will be a shock if Tulla don't get off to a winning start. He'd be surprised, I suppose, yeah, mild surprise anyway. And continuing the feast of hurling we have this weekend, Seamus, another mouthwashing prospect in senior, Aero Og and Kilmaley. Uh, recent cup winners and very impressive Aerog, of course, with some super county players uh, always there or thereabouts in the last the last four or the last eight. Uh, this is a motorotting prospect again. Correct, and I think it's the one it's the one contest this weekend that the public uh, that the, the pundits are looking at as, as maybe the game of the weekend. Of leaders having the having the ability to be the game of the weekend. This was Aerog for the last two years been beaten the semi final, beat narrowly each year. Uh, you know, so. Um, they they will want to to, to build on that. Uh, on paper, they have a very strong squad, but you know, I suppose uh, more than any other club, maybe they suffer during the league in that the majority of the players that you would normally be expected to start for them were were absent because of the commitment to the player holders and player footballers. You know, uh, they're all household names. Those fellas, they can the the. Kieran Russell and David Reedy and Shane O'Donnell and uh, you know these fellas uh, Gavin Cooney they're all very Adam Fitzgerald yeah all those yeah Adam Fitzgerald you know they've hardly had them at all but the other side of that is those same players that we've just mentioned there they've been on the go practically full time for the last two to three years you know and uh, they haven't had any real break either so how uh, how that will Reflect, be reflected is difficult to know, you know. They're only human after all, and to keep delivering performances that they have been doing for the, for the county uh, for the last number of months and for the club last year in both codes, and they are county football champions uh, as well. So, um, hunger, to have the hunger, well, that would be the big question. Do they have the hunger and the sharpness? Uh, can Mayley have won the cup? Uh, you know, and they lost, they only lost once, and, and, and they certainly atoned for that. And when they met Clannara, who beat them in the regular game, when they met them in the final, they certainly turned them around big time. So they know, and I've t- been talking to a few community people, they know this is a huge, huge test for them. And, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, you know, then they know this is, this is a big one, first round of the championship. It's a four-team group as well, so lose your first round in the four-team group, and the pressure is really on, so, you know, both sides realise that. So I, I, this is the makings of a really, really good contest, and I expect uh, some great, some great exchanges in this one. Yeah, and Seamus, and as you said, it seems to be the game of the weekend. There's no doubt. We turned into the championship game, Seamus, on the Sunday, and but Ike and I in the Kilmona, I in the Kilmona second team. No, I don't know if they lose anybody from the from the game on Saturday evening, but um, but I coming on the back of winning the Intermediate League albeit missing a good few players due to injury. This is another game that could go either way, Seamus. It is, yeah, because I think in the morning, maybe similar to Six Mile Bridge, 
you know, have a very strong second string at uh, the sport. You know, a strong panel of players, guys that have won a lot, maybe at underage as well and being prominent. Uh, but I have to win in the league and um, you know, they seem to be fairly settled. Um, Sean Dyle is doing a great job there as manager. Uh, he has pulled a lot, of, a lot of these guys in together and the, there seems to be a, a confidence there but they, they, they will realise that they're not going to get anything soft here either. So, uh, you know, it, it, I think it will be very, very close and hop of a ball either way. And like they, they, it's a league format at the moment, so you don't have to get a result on the day. But if you had to get a result today, it's one of the ones that I could see going to pull this. Yeah, indeed, there's no doubt that would be close. And Seamus, we turned into the the big double header in in Cusy Park, and starting off with a game. Clare Castle and, and, and the Mills and I suppose this, the Mills last last weekend Clare Castle last last weekend but with all the going-ons and shenanigans during the week this is a game that's going to uh, attract an awful lot of attention you know uh, for maybe reasons off the pitch maybe and to see what way that turns, translates to performances on the pitch Seamus Correct yeah uh, there's a lot at stake for both clubs here uh, I saw Clare Castle last week uh, they were particularly disappointing in the first half. They did raise the game a little in the second half, but uh, they were still comfortably beaten by Cratlow. Uh, the Mills, I think, was something similar. Uh, they were well beaten by Bellier. Uh, the, so there's a lot to be proven by both sides here. Clare uh, Castle have a lot of young players. They're kind of building a new young team. Uh, they have a couple of experience of the older brigade left with St. Stephen O'Hanlon. Uh, and Bobby Duggan and both of them are still young the three cases had but uh, they've been around for a while Patrick Kelly missed last week's game he still pulled up with a hamstring in his train in the previous week in training you know, he did probably agree the more the most experienced player uh, they met in the the we were up to that in the infamous relegation playoff last year uh, at, at, and O'Callaghan's Mills came out on top on that occasion it was tight but the, the Mills came out on top that Castle were due to be relegated, but uh, following the successful appeal by Crusheen, and that went by the wayside. So, you know, neither of them would want to be in a relegation battle. Uh, you know, it's only two years since the Mills contested the county final, uh, and uh, they had to battle their way through the relegation uh, contest last year to sa- save their status. That Castle have been in relegation trouble uh, in a couple of times in recent years as well. So. You know, the, the big target for both of them uh, is not to be in that situation this year and both of them will accept that if they lose this week, they're facing into that prospect and that their championship uh, chances, uh, you know, will take a big nose dive if they, if they don't win this week. So there's a lot at stake here in this one and uh, the Mills, as you say, following the, 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 the problems in the, the club this week and the change of management, there will be a lot of pressure uh, there will be a lot of pressure brought to bear on, uh, on them. They probably have the more experienced team with the likes of the of the Paddy and, and Brian Donlan and uh, Colin Freehan and Jacob McMahon and these guys. But you know they haven't been consistent in their performances in, in, in recent times. And you know under there they can be matched for anybody. But you know they kind of follow one good performance with a couple of mediocre performances and just to get a level of consistency. Uh, you know the, the need if they're going to make make breakthroughs. Um, I think there'll be there'll be a lot uh, at stake in this one, and I expect two very fired up teams uh, to face up to each other. 
Yeah, there's no doubt that Anthony Daly and the Conor Dolan Davy Fitz uh, Sega is going to have a lot to do in that one and we, could, we, we look forward to that one with Reddish as well Seamus the second game in QC Park on Sunday uh, brings back old memories I suppose really Fiekel and, and, and Six Mile Bridge a great rivalry in the 80s and Fiekel coming in the back of a, a one point win over Canlara last week in the great victory towards the end of the game Six Mile Bridge as you said you know had a, had a, a very good victory over Newmarket and Whoever wins this one will be in poor position uh, to qualify. But is it fair maybe to say, Seamus, that it's a free shot for Fiekel at this one? Yeah, I, I, it, it, it probably is, I suppose. They have a few, uh, they have a few uh, um, injury concerns, obviously, uh, Fiekel. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're great battlers, you know. They certainly won't be found wanting for commitment. Uh, and they're well able to hurl and they have a, like called Shane McGrath, that doesn't miss much. You know, so uh, the bridge would have to be very disciplined and not concede freeze because, um, you know, McGrath, I think it was the 111 he hit last weekend. Yeah, he missed one free, um, missed one, that was it. Yeah, I think the bridge the bridge got a huge boost last week, in my opinion, with the availability uh, of Jamie, uh, Jamie Shanahan. Great to see him back, Seamus. Yeah, there had been doubts that he would get to play at all. Uh, he played no holding in the league. Uh, you know, he's been struggling or troubled by uh, injury over the last four or five years, but uh, he's a key player for them. Uh, I think it was a 10 points he hit last weekend. You know, he's a great free taker. Uh, he gives them lots, lots of options. And, you know, him and Shane and Maury and Cam and Maury, uh, you know, and Kyle Malone, um, they, they have, they have the experience. Sean Stack is a wily, uh, he's speaking his man. Uh, he's manager this year. He has been around the block and with club and county and clubs like he was with Napierce in Limerick, Tommy Vernon and Tipperary and guided them all to, to big results. You know, and, um, he's not going to, uh, he's not going to be found wanting in, the, in, in that department. It, 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 to me, it's a, it's a great game. Uh, fetal won't be daunted. You know, they, 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 they'll take on anybody they, you know they, they don't fear any uh, any opponent uh, and uh, they would have been boosted hugely by the first long win last week you know the, you could see that by the way they jumped for joy at the final whistle mm-hmm. and they snatched the victory and what it meant to them you know and they, they have it they, they surprised me last week with Martin Daly at full back you know he'd be oh, I'd have known he was a forward all along up along through the underlay ranks but he was outstanding at full back last week in my opinion uh, you know, they have talented players himself. And very strong. Strong, yeah, big, strong. They are very well. strong. Mm. Ocean Dunlan. You know, to mention those fellas and um, then McGrath, of course, Ava Collegian, the goal. Now, Con Smith, I don't know uh, how long more he'll be out. No, he, won't be, he won't be available this weekend anyway, Seamus, unfortunately, for Fiegel. Yeah, yeah, another key, like another key cog in, the, in, in their team. But they have Evan McMahon. They, you know, they have a lot of very good players. Uh, and... Uh, I, I'm really I'm looking forward to it in, in a big way because they, they certainly won't throw in the towel and they will put it up to six hundred. That's for sure. That's for sure. Seamus, we turned there to two intermediate games left in. You know, you've Partine and Rowan. Rowan, I suppose, will be disappointed with their performance against Corfin last week. Partine, their first game out again. You know, there's nothing to call between these two teams either. No, there isn't. And uh, Rowan having lost last week, you know, will know that they need to get back. Get back on the on, on the wagon this week, if you like. Uh, you know they're down. They, they wouldn't have a huge panel, and they have injury problems. Like Conor O'Hanlon is out for the years. He's a lost, a big loss to them. You know he did it. 
Finally, Seamus, Tober, many people's fancies. The old Wiley campaigners of Tober and seem to have a freshness again this year. You know, they won, won, won the league also, first t- title in, in a long number of years in Tober. Come up, I said, against O'Kellers Mills team, who performed heroically against St. Joseph last Sunday. But I suppose, looking at it here, probably Tober carrying, carrying the favourites tag into this one, Seamus. Yeah, they, they have been so close to the intermediate title in the last, in the last four or five years. You know, they've been in the in the final stages of every year, now that they have won the league this year, uh, you know, they, they, they kind of have a new manager in place, headed up by a former party player, Ivan Conrad. Um, they, they got a big boost last from the, okay, Fergal O'Grady was out injured, but who came in to replace him? Only a fellow by the name of Pat O'Connor. Not a bad replacement. Not a bad replacement. Not a bad replacement. Coming back after another serious uh, injury, which kept him out from almost all of the past year. But uh, he was back at centre-back and, you know, a huge leader for Tubber. The two earliest, Clive and Blaine, are like uh, fellas starting out in the career. They, you know, they've been ever-present for the last 10 years. And, you know, then they, they, have, they have a strong uh, representation from throughout North Clare. Uh, you know, John, a colleague from uh, Belly Vaughan is there. They have a good number of fellas from Cusick, including Donald McMahon, mm-hmm. uh, part of the Clare panel for the last year or two. Uh, so... They have they have a good mix there. They seem the, the more settled team, and uh, uh, I'd take them to win this one, but they wouldn't want to take the, this Mills team for granted either because the, the, this Mills team have a lot of players who have played at senior level and, you know, they have buckets of experience. There's no Shane, doubt about that. On the inter-county scene, there's been a huge amount of changes. Uh, the merry-go-round has kind of continued there in recent times. As I said, we gave we gave Brian Cody his 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 due uh, you know recognition there last some uh, last weekend at the Fiegelchlara game and uh, what what a icon he's been. But you know with with Colin Bonner ousted from Tip and Liam Cahillin, Pat Ryan in Cork for Kieran Kingston, Michael Finley's gone from Offaly, uh, Matty Kinney gone from from uh, Dublin and so on. Um, huge merry-go-round going on. I suppose the openings for other lads. What's your, what's your impression of, of what might might or might not happen on on the intercounty management scene in hurling? First of all. Yeah, there's a huge, huge merry-go-round. I suppose the, one of the things that stands out, you know, it, it, it becomes such a demanding uh, position now. You know, it, it's literally a full-time job now. You know, and there's so there's so much to be done. Uh, I don't know when I heard when I heard today that Michael Finley was gone from Offaly straight away. My mind said, my mind was working. Said, is that is that an indication that he's high in the list for to go back to his native county? Uh, but the, the initial report was that he informed roughly that he wouldn't be returning, that he wouldn't be seeking another term. 
the later report this evening was that Affley have informed him that they want to go a different direction. So you, you just don't know. But it, it's it's a huge, huge uh, test now. There's, there's uh, yeah. you know, the, the, it is a full time job, and you're nutritionists and you're dietitians and you're strength and conditioning and. You know, there, there's so much to be there's so much to be done. So from that point of view, um, I, I don't know would there be as many candidates as uh, as as previously as, as there would have been maybe several It's the way it's going. It's happening in football as well. I see. Uh, Colin Rook confirmed this evening as the new yeah. football manager. That's a major so, move. Yeah, because he said a couple of years ago that he'd been turned down three times for it. And, I know he said today that because he's less chance of getting it, and that's why he took it. You know, he's not a young man either, but uh, you know, it's a young man's game, I suppose, in many respects. But uh, the, and and there probably will be maybe one or two more changes before the our, our announcements before the year is out. Of it, like Waterborough or looking for somebody uh, now that Liam Cahill has gone to tips, and um, I, I, it's it's just uh, it's mind-boggling, really, and it's hard to know who's you know who's going to get it. There's so many big names in Kilkenny, and the other question I'd have about Kilkenny is how many will want to jump into it right now, knowing yeah. what they're facing, into given the achievements of Brian Cody, because you know he, he whatever people thought about him, but he was an absolutely outstanding manager, and his record be will I don't his record will never be equal, never mind surpassed. So. Uh, who who would want to put their head on the block if you like to go in there now and try and, and, and maintain what he has been producing every year after year after year uh, and, not, and not even not least uh, even this year when they, they were within a I suppose a puck of a ball of of the town yeah. in Limerick so there's a there's a lot at stake I suppose and there are an interesting that, few weeks to come no doubt about it. Oh, the next couple of weeks will mm-hmm. be interesting, definitely. You know, there'll be people. A couple of clear lads being touted, I suppose. Daly and Dave will be touted for some of those posts. Anthony, really, Anthony, Anthony Daly mm-hmm. and Davey Fitzgerald. Fergal Hagerty, a lot of people. Yeah, bring the, book, of, bring the bugler mention for Leash as well. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of regard for those fellas. Fergal Lynch has been <coughs> mentioned a bit for, for roles as well. And Ali Baker, you know, he's been in Dublin and different things. There's, a, a, you know, there's, there's so many. Uh, people kind of that want to be approached and a lot of these things will go on behind the scenes as well so uh, to want to make for an interesting four or five weeks and there's a lot of pressure on county board officers to make sure that deliver the right package in whatever county that they're working for there's no doubt about that and we may we often look at the premiership across the water and the the, the soccer and we'll be looking at the managers and but I tell you what there's more interest in, in, in the GA side of it this year this summer and we look forward to all appearances with Reddit Seamus as always good to hear and hear your views here on Scarif Bay Community Radio uh, we look we will be talking to you uh, more as the championship progresses and for the moment uh, thanks very much and God bless thanks very much Seamus no problem thanks thanks guys thank you and that concludes our sports and so here today on Scarif Bay Community Radio on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM in association with Gerald Credit Union. And on today's show, I, and today, and thanks always to co-presenter Pat McNamara, thanks to the men in the control tower, uh, Jim Collins, and thanks very much to our special guest uh, for joining us here today, it's Seamus Hayes. So all that remains for me, Leo Doyle, is enjoy your weekend, and until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.